Welcome to the Act 4 Podcast, your go-to post-movie podcast. It's a podcast about movies. My name's Peyton. Got Connor right here next to me. Hey, how you doing? And we got Joe in the corner. We back. And we are we are back, back together uh, for the for the last three episodes of this season. And, and we're back to singing. Yes, yes, we've all. It's <laughs> we are come back full to circle. our old selves. Yes, which I'm glad we're back together um, to record after the mess that was last week. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> it was it was an interesting recording experience and an even more interesting editing experience I, as I, I was putting say, it all together. <laughs> I want to say my mic actually sounded good for once. It did. And we had this entire thing. Joe's power decided it wanted to, and uh, yeah, Joe's power goes out. It was pretty funny. Like, I was just sitting there, and then it just went dark, and I was like, oh, this is fine. Like, my computer's still going. Like, my audio's still going. And then I was just like, and then all of, and then you two on my computer were frozen because the call disconnected because <laughs> Wi-Fi went out. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, this is going to be a struggle to get back. Yeah, and then I, I just, me and Connor keep talking. We see your screen go black. And we're just, we're going there for a little while. And then I get a phone call from Joe, and I'm like, yeah, his power went out. We're going to need to take a break. Yeah. It but was it fun. was fun though. It was it fun. was interesting. You know, I sung a little song while while they were on the phone together because he muted. Yeah, himself. none of that made it into the final oh, cut. Dang. <laughs> I didn't even know you did that. <laughs> yeah, I sung a little song. <laughs> yeah, we did. I didn't let any of that into the cut. I basically right, right once we realized what was happening, it cuts and we have intermission music because at the time we're recording this, that episode just dropped today, so Joe and Connor haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. And I'm the one that edits it. So, like, there's, like, there's intermission music for a few seconds. And then we cut back in. And I'm just like, so here's the deal. And that's that's kind of how it, how we come out of it. Uh, so, it's actually, it's a pretty good listen. If you didn't listen to that last week, you should go there and listen to it. It was on The Last Jedi. Interesting episode. Interesting episode. Yeah. But today, we're talking about the final of the sequel trilogy. Um, kind of the grand ending to the Skywalker saga. Yeah. Um, not the last episode we're talking about, or the last movie we're talking about. This is the last episode summer. we're talking about. It's the last, yeah, it's the last episode, but I it's not the last movie. Thank you. Um, but yeah, Rise of Skywalker, episode nine. It's having to, like, end... It's having to end a saga that's lasted for, like, 40 years, right? 42 years, I think? Something yeah, like that? something like that. Yeah, 42 it's, because they yeah. like that's an Easter egg in the movie. Yes. So yeah, it's having to wrap up forty-two years worth of movies, uh, not as regularly occurring as the Marvel movies, but it's it's an in-game in-game type beat like movie, having sure. to like yeah. be the culmination of all these movies. For sure. Except it's not an Endgame type beat because Endgame was good and this movie's not good. I agree. So we're, <laughs> it's going to become very clear the and allegiances <laughs> the the allegiances in this podcast whether you like this movie or don't. Yeah, my uh, allegiances to the republic to democracy. <laughs> <laughs> so so Joe and I do not like this movie. I just cringe so hard. And, and oh Connor and Connor does. I do enjoy this movie. <laughs> so yeah, hey, y'all know I enjoy this movie. Like, I know, I know. Like. You you really My like Revenge of the of Sith? Like, like, yeah. How how would you not like this movie? <laughs> well, I don't like some things with this movie. So, well, here, since you really like this movie, how about you start us out by by telling us what you like about this movie? Bro, we'll Adam Driver, Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, carries this movie on his back. Let me tell you that carries well, the whole trilogy. That's true. yeah. He I'll is. Give you that. He is the best part of the sequel trilogy. Guarantee you that, uh, dude. Love him in this movie. His little transition from Supreme Leader Kylo Ren. <laughs> 
to Ben Solo, and even the shrug at the end. Ah, mm-hmm. beautiful. So I have a question for you then. Yeah. How do you feel about him sacrificing himself for Ray at the end of the movie? Stupid. Okay. I'm glad we can agree on that. It's stupid. Hey, I, I, I really think Ray should have died and Kylo should have been the one to so live. Like, that makes so much more sense to me. I'm personally, I think that it should have been Empress Palpatine. Uh, that's just me. Like I think you think Ray should have just Ray, gone bad. Ray should have gone bad. Um, and then that was something that people were predicting. Like before the Force Awakens came out, they were after like the first trailers came out for the Force Awakens. Everybody was saying like over the course of this trilogy, Ray's gonna become bad and Kylo's gonna turn good. Yeah. And then when we found out that like Kylo Ren is actually the son of Han and Leia, people were like all in on that theory going oh, yeah. into the Last Jedi. They were like. Absolutely, Ray's gonna go bad, and then Kylo's gonna turn good, and they would be—they were like, "That's gonna be so cool!" Like that if that would have happened, cool. that would have been it. really cool. It would—it would have been. It would have been nice if they—I I think it would have been nice if they went with a plan would've into this a trilogy. Nice original idea, mm-hmm. good plan for three movies, but then they were just like, "Nah." It's—it's it's unfortunate that they absolutely had no plan at all, like at all. Mm-hmm. This movie is the one that suffers the most from that. And well, and it suffers because Disney cares a lot about money, and they really needed to make all the people that didn't like the Last Jedi happy for some reason, because the Last Jedi was very divisive, and so this movie retcons so much at the expense of telling a good story to appease fans, and that's my biggest problem with this movie. And we'll probably we'll end up talking about it a bit. Is like I think this movie, this movie should be insulting to Star Wars fans, in my opinion. I, I feel like as a fan of like Star Wars movies, particularly the original trilogy, because I don't love the prequels. Like I like parts of them, and I like the sequel trilogy like for what it is, and I do like the anthology movies. But like I just think this movie is kind of like an insulting movie because it relies so heavily on fan service more than anything. Like it's not trying to tell a good story; it's just showing you Star Wars stuff to make money. Yeah, it's just like here is lightsabers and force new force abilities and stuff like that and just random plot points and it's just like you guys like this right and we're just like no no we and don't. and just like the fan service but is then so there's some stupid. star wars fans they got that are my crazy money. enough yes to absolutely love it and they just hey, like fully buy into it hey, and i, I don't say, get it i was like i was like two inches away from buying a 200 dollars lightsaber at disney like i'm 100 spending my money on this movie it is I know. Well, I think this movie, leaving theaters after watching it, I liked it. Like, leaving theaters, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. The second I time it. I watched it, I really didn't like it. I was, I was like, a month or two removed, and I didn't enjoy it. And so, like, I think there was, like, a weird period where most people left the theaters liking the movie. I know there were some people that didn't like it, but the majority of people left the theater liking the movie. And then upon rewatches, people start liking it less and less and less. So I like this movie so much after the theater that I drove three hours to go watch it again with Joe. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched it with my dad and then <laughs> went and met up with a bunch of friends. And what time was that showing? Like 1020. It was late. It was oh, it pretty was, late. It was a, it like, was a we late. didn't get out of the theater until like one in the morning. Oh. So I watched it, it twice in, on opening night. That was like so me. If they, that if was like me with Endgame. Was, if their goal was to get my money... They did, because they I did saw it in theaters three times. After the third time <laughs> was a very different experience, because I was like, whoa, this movie has some problems. 
after the first two times, I was like, they hit it out of the park. This is fantastic. There was... <laughs> in, the, in, in the theater the second time... It's exquisite. In the theater the second time... <laughs> I know what you're talking about. There was this dude, and she says, Ray Skywalker. And he gets up, and he goes... Just, and he just leaves. It was great. It was great. <laughs> And then he, like, I'm not going to say on the podcast because it's not appropriate language, but it was very, very funny. Uh, I think my favorite part is when the fake out of Chewie's death and we looked and we, we were, me and Joe were together and we had a friend and you could just see him visually upset just in the movie theater. I was on one end of a row and you were on the other end yeah. of the same row. <clears throat> yeah. And we had a bunch of people in between us that had never, that were watching it for the first time and they were all like wrecked. But, but and me then and Joe had, just look at each other and go. I had like a hoodie on so I had like over my face because I was trying not to give anything mm-hmm. away. And then I kept looking at Michael who was sitting to my left and he's like, stop looking at me. And I was like, <laughs> I was like watching you is more enjoyable than watching the movie right now. <laughs> hey, hey. Chewy. So that makes me kind of... I think that's a good transition to talk about Chewie. Because Chewie's an interesting part of this movie with the fake-out death. Hey, I love Chewie. Um, he should have died. It would have yeah, made 100%. Movie, it would have made the movie better. But am I glad that he didn't die? Yes, well, because so, I love Chewie. So I see it, I, I see I like, it one of two ways. I think either you got to kill Chewie. Okay. Because like he's one of the original ones. And like that, when, we, when I thought he died, I was like... Of course, like I didn't go into the movie expecting Chewie to die. I went in expecting Leia to die, because obviously. But like then I'm like, of course Chewie dies. He's one of the original four. How could I be so stupid? Of course he's gonna die. And I was like, wow, Disney really did that. They had the balls to just kill him like that. I was my, like, that was so cool. My favorite part about that entire thing is my friend saw it two weeks later after I did, texted me in the movie, I hate this movie, and I knew exactly which part he was at. Because <laughs> he he is a huge original trilogy fan. And he loves he loves Chewbacca just as much as I do. Mm-hmm. So he texted me, "I hate this movie." And then I was like, "Give it a minute." And he goes, "Never mind." Well, so and then that's where the other part is. I'm like, okay, so if you're not going to kill Chewie, and you're going to do a fake out death. Don't reveal let us, it. Let two us, minutes later, yeah, let, let us find out when everyone else finds it. I think it would have been a lot better if we found out when Ray found out. Like when Absolutely. she was like, well, when the Star then, Destroyer comes over and she says Chewie, yes. like she senses that him that he's there, mm-hmm. that should be the moment that we get the cut to him being locked up or whatever and his stuff being searched on the Star Destroyer. Yes, or even even more, don't have her sense Chewie. Have them find Chewie. Have them have to go up there for some other reason and then them find Chewie. Even then, I think that's okay. Like. The longer we have to sit there thinking Chewie's dead, the more effective the fake-out death is going to be. Because then it's like actually listening to emotional response. They make it where Star Wars, especially in the sequel trilogy, has this problem with making you feel sad. They don't want you to feel sad for too long. So they make you feel sad with Chewie, and then within the next two minutes, they make, they make it all better again. And they do that so often in the sequel trilogy. They don't want to wallow in emotion they just want it to be happy like all the movies need to end in a happy way i mean it's not exactly the same type of situation but it was the same thing with leia pretty much to where like you Mm -hmm. see the entire bridge get blown to crap and then a couple minutes later in movie time she's supermanning back into the thing and it's just like 
it was like gonna like if you have her just like float off into space and that's how she dies or like she dissipates or something like that in space like that would have been like super emotional you have like her theme music playing and stuff like that would have mm-hmm. been a great way to send off her character and like the shot in space with that background and everything would have been really beautiful but then they decided to do something else and it was just like yeah and like yeah, in a movie that took so a lot dumb. of risk in the Last Jedi, that was one that they should have taken. And I really and that think should have been the moment. And I really think there's a lot of calls <laughs> like that that come from the top down. I think that a lot of the people that get brought back to life, especially in uh, Rise of Skywalker, I think that they were told from like Kathleen Kennedy or Disney, no, 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 no you you can't kill that character. So the entire franchise of Star Wars has a problem with fake out deaths. Mm-hmm. We look at episode one, Darth Maul. We look at episode well, two. Well, okay, he doesn't really come back until okay. Solo if you're looking at just the movies. Okay, so but I like... Don't, I, <laughs> a, ah. fake out, a fake out death is a death that's revealed to be fake within the movie, usually within 30 minutes. That's <laughs> a real Wars fake out death. doing all these fake out deaths and Qui-Gon's just sitting there just like, guys, <laughs> guys. <laughs> hey, he had a fake out death. He's not actually dead. He's a part of the living force. Can I come back, please? <laughs> it was like one of the main things. It's jumping later into this movie, but when Luke catches the lightsabers, the lightsaber that Ray throws into the fire, mm-hmm. and then it shows that like a Force ghost can like hold a physical object. I'm just like, why in like the entire all of Star Wars ever? Why aren't all the Jedi just like honestly, fighting <laughs> like, like all the time honestly, after they that's... die? Such a stupid thing that they included him catching the lightsaber. Like, I'm gonna I be honest that. with you. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, like like every like all throughout every like every Jedi the, ever could still be fighting, trilogy. and now they're invincible. <laughs> they, and, like they cannot be hit. Like <laughs> yeah. what what happened in the Last Jedi with Luke can happen all the everywhere. And they're holding, they can attack. And they're holding a real lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. They they literally become the most powerful. Like a Jedi, they would train. And then give themselves up to the force so they can't be killed. Like, that should be the new goal. Like, you train up so you're really good. Give yourself up to the force. Now you're a force ghost no, and they and, can't kill you. And you have the best, like, you have the best force ability ever. Teleportation. Like, you don't yep. gotta hide. You don't gotta go into light speed. You can just, yoink, You just yoink. appear there. Yeah, that's, like, just a really weird plot hole that they introduced. For okay. no reason. They didn't think about it. They were just like, oh, this will be cool. They just hey, needed a way to I wanna do say come back. It was cool, though. What he says, though, doesn't make a lot of sense. His whole, like, a Jedi's weapon should be treated with respect. Like, when he obviously didn't care about respect the movie before. Yeah. It's like, what Joe was saying last night when we were talking about it was, he was like, that line would have made more sense if Ray said something to that effect to him in the movie, and then it's like a snarky remark, you know? Like if yeah, like, if he throws it over his shoulder in the Last Jedi, and then Ray says something like, to that effect, like, like that's disrespectful. Like that's a lightsaber. What are you doing, you idiot? And Laser then this is sword. him like calling back to that. That would have been a time where this movie actually makes an effective callback. Yes. But instead, we just get him saying that because why not? But then we do get another callback. Him pulling another that Yoda. That one's great. He pulled that one's another great. Yoda. You can't deny that that's awesome. Him that lifting was, the ship. Yeah, lifting yes. the, see, that's something that I, I don't see that as like really fan service I see that as a, a well-thought-out callback. Yeah. Like, that. that's good. They established the X-Wing was there, like in the last movie, and it was underwater. And then in this movie, he pulls it out, very Yoda-esque, and it's, oh, like, yes. it, it's like it works. Um, but a lot of the fan service doesn't. I, I imagine we'll end up talking about that for a good bit. But we're, we're still talking about things we like. So... Um, I've got one thing that I like, and I think it's one of the only things 
that J.J. Abrams really carried over from The Last Jedi, and that's General Hux. Um, and, like, his kind of story in this movie, and the fact that he's the spy. And I think that's a really interesting, like, character development for him, and it makes sense, you know? He doesn't care who wins, he just wants Kylo to lose, you know? And so I just think that that's, like, a really interesting story, and I really like that. I kind of wish which he would have lived longer in this movie, you know? Which, but, I want to say, if you want Kylo to lose, that means you want the other people to win. Like, well, no, I mean, Kylo could still lose in the first order, because he wants Kylo to lose, so that way he takes over. That's His okay. whole goal is that he becomes Supreme Leader. Yeah. So, he doesn't need them to win he just needs them to kill kylo and then he takes over so like that for me if he would have stayed alive that would have been a really interesting way to end the movie in that it's kind of like ambiguous as to who's going to be in power if hux is still alive like that would have been kind of a cool thing for them to like leave it off on you know you're like oh we don't know if it's all gonna be you know good because hux is still alive but they killed him too they did they just blast him he flies so far back it's he kind flies. of comical it's hey, pretty funny yeah. it is that is a good scene though i really enjoyed it it was like we found the spy yeah. he just he gets launched um one thing i like i like the lightsaber especially emperor's palpatine's lightsaber the hinged lightsaber blade that we see in the uh in the vision in the vision yeah or in the um it, it was the one that was in the trailer and had everybody freaking out they're like oh yeah. my goodness ray's gonna go bad Connor over there, just like I didn't, I didn't watch, watch the trailers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Connor doesn't watch trailers. So I didn't watch the trailer. About it, but. So we, hey, I watched I the trailer. It, it was cool in the trailer. Hey, I'll, when I I'll saw it, you. <laughs> when I saw it, dude, I was flipping out. Like this thing was awesome, and it, it was hinged too, which is like, ooh, ooh, pretty crazy. Hey, and and they used it effectively, where she hinged it back up and trapped the other lightsaber. Ooh, very. That's pretty interesting. That so so one thing, another thing that's good in this movie is like the choreography. Like and the the lightsaber fights and stuff were all done really well. Oh yeah, um, oh, yeah. Like even even at the end, like when you've got like Ben fighting the Knights of Ren, like it's done very well. Mm -hmm. Like it's all the lightsaber choreography is really good in this movie. Um, I really like the lightsaber fight between Kylo and Rey on the ocean moon of Endor or whatever yes. it is. Um, that's a really cool fight, and like it just looks cool with like the waves crashing over. Like, that's definitely one of the coolest fighting set pieces. Like, it's kind of the opposite of Revenge of the Sith mm -hmm. in that, like, it's a fight, like, with water. I think it looks a lot cooler than the Revenge of the Sith fight. But that's just because I don't really care too much for the Revenge of okay. the Sith fight. I think it looks really cool. Maybe not, Look, like, the flipping and choreography and stuff as looks, much, but, like, it just I will looks say, so good. It looks, it looks better mm -hmm. than Revenge of the Sith fight because, obviously, it's gonna be better. Like, this was made when... 2019. 2019. Thank you. <laughs> what do you mean? Wait, it, it was it was just a few months ago, bro. Uh, Are you it, okay? It came out six months ago, dude. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, I've been cooped up for way too long. Yeah, it's for um, it's 14 years later, but that's not what I mean. As much as I mean, like I think just the the fighting itself, I think is more just more convincing. Like uh, that's kind of talking more about Revenge of the Sith, but like just. Like, the flips and just the random spinning and stuff, Revenge of the Sith is just... I feel like Revenge of the Sith is being showy for the sake of being showy. Yeah. Whereas this one, it's like, they're just fighting. Like, they're legitimately just going at each other. Mm -hmm. It's really good. It'd be better if Finn would just shut up. <laughs> the that is whole true. movie. Uh, 
So that Ray. that's a bad thing Ray. in this movie is, is Finn. Just in the whole trilogy, they underutilize John Boyega. He, he's so talented. In episode gr- seven, he had so much horrible. potential. I'm telling so you, so much like, potential. That's what I'm saying. Like, and in episode this character, eight, you thought you thought Finn was gonna get a good end in episode eight. You thought <laughs> you yay we really thought, and they were like psych, because like that's so that's what really this movie and the Last Jedi. As as much as I like a lot of the Last Jedi, not killing Finn in that movie means you've got to do something massive with him in this movie. And they didn't because he does nothing in this movie. So. He could have died. The fact that he contributes absolutely zero to this movie means that him not being in the movie at all doesn't affect anything. It, I, I think a lot of it just comes down to, I think like that was a decision from the top down. I really think Ryan Johnson wanted to kill Finn. And then I think from the top down, they were probably like, no, you can't kill Finn. He's one of our main three. And it's going to be the same thing at the end of this movie with Ray. I think from the top down, they said, no, you can't kill Ray. She's our main protagonist, you know? I think that a lot of the decisions are coming from Disney or, like, Kathleen Kennedy, like, the, the higher-ups of Star Wars or something. Like, the more I think about it, this movie 100% works in the exact same way that it's written now if Finn is dead and isn't in the mm-hmm. movie. Oh, yeah. And, like, it's and the even exact then, same. He mo- he, if he's dead, I think that motivates the characters even more so that way his death isn't in vain, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I feel like that's so powerful that they're, like, you know... We we have to do this because otherwise Finn died for nothing. I was gonna say that same thing. Like it gives so much power to like the decision that Ray has to make in the third act of like not giving in and stuff like that. If Finn is dead and if she's carrying the baggage that she's the one that killed Chewbacca, mm-hmm. like just put everything on her shoulders and see. Say C three PO doesn't get his act. memory back. It's like C three PO lost his memory. Like she's like all these people have given their life. For the cause, like, I cannot Just give up. tear everything down so that way she can't give in. It makes it so much better. It would have just... It would have made the movie so much better. Even I mean, if you keep in all the stupid stuff, if you if you give the movie stakes, it's naturally going to be better. But Star yes. Wars movies, particularly the sequels, don't ever feel like they have stakes. Because they don't want to kill off their main people. And you know that. You know it going into it. I went into this movie fully expecting Ray, Finn, and Poe to be alive at the end. I hoped I was wrong, which sounds bad. Like, that sounds like I don't want the characters to die necessarily, but, like, from an interesting story and, like, motivating the characters, like, someone's got to die. And, and then you were, like, Kylo Ren. Yeah. yeah. The best like, character. And you're, like, thing. annoyingly like, right to where the movie, other than the last scene, ends with the three of them hugging. Like, yeah. it's in your face. Like, these are our main characters and everybody's happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's... But so, then the most compelling of the movie character of the entire trilogy just got off yeah and that's that's my favorite thing though about the marvel movies is they don't care they're like we will kill whoever whenever that we did a whole movie we just killed half of our characters like i don't care they killed half the entire population of (laughs) everybody like they they do not care they're gonna give you a good story and you go into it not knowing what's gonna happen and i love it like i went into endgame and i was expecting cap or tony to die or maybe both and that's the difference i don't go into star wars expecting anyone to die and i went into endgame i was like people are gonna die like i said this movie's gonna hurt <laughs> oh and that's the difference and, and it, it did it, did. And it, it did. really hurted black widow honestly black widow dying hurt me more than tony because i expected tony black widow caught me so off guard bro 
But it was so fitting for her character. But okay, we're not talking about Endgame. We'll have to do that like another time. Yeah, we do. We're going to because hey, I want to say I I just went about into it. Like I was like, ah, oh, time to go into my in-game stuff, but I can't because yeah, we're we talking about Star we Wars. Right now. <laughs> Y'all so, know me too well. I could talk about it for mm-hmm. hours. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> is there anything else like from this movie that you really like? Um, before we start getting into, there's someone that I really yeah, like. There's somebody. Oh, that we really oh yeah. Like. The, I know that's what I'm trying king, to get you to talk about. The king himself, Babu Frick. Babu, Babu Frick. Frick. Carries this whole movie on his back. I'm with, not even hey, kidding. With the C3PO, with the best joke in this entire movie. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. C-3PO is pretty enjoyable. C-3PO, like, other than the decision to just give him his memory back and just... Which isn't him. That's yeah. that's just the movie. Like, yeah. C-3PO as a character in this movie, hilarious. Oh, yeah. he's, he's so great. Good. He's so good. I love the one moment where he's, like, giving the fact about the festival or whatever, and then they all look at him, and then he just turns around and is just oh. like, who are you looking at? Where, like, where it's, it's fantastic. It's every 42 years, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and uh, Finn goes, how lucky? And he goes, yes, indeed. <laughs> like... He's great in this movie, and then him and Babu Frick are best friends now, and it's, it's, it's so great. Funny. I love it. I yeah. love it so much. He, and then whenever his his memory is restored, I feel like we should mention what the joke is for people who are listening, and because we all know what we're talking <laughs> oh, yeah, about, but they might not know. <laughs> but so, it's yeah, it's when C three PO has his memory wiped, and he he comes to to life, and he's like, "Hello, my name is C three PO," or whatever. And human cyborg relations. Yeah, yes. and then Babu Frick is. Hello, I'm Babu Freak. Hi, <laughs> Babu Freak. And he goes, "Oh, nice to meet you." And, and then, then later, 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 we got a message from Babu Frick. Ah, one of my oldest friends. <laughs> it's just it's so funny. Uh, it's it's a really good moment. Also, we figured it out where C3PO got all his protocols from. The, the Senate. Senate. Mm-hmm. The Senate. I remember us talking about that. Uh, in one of the episodes, or before one of the episodes, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's he, something that they mention like under their breath in passing as it's cutting to another scene. It's it's really if you're not paying attention or you don't have your subtitles on, you'll miss it. Yeah. Where he's, it's like just barely mentioned there. Oh yeah. But his protocol comes from the Senate. Yep. That's and, why. And you know who the Senate was, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, that's no part, wonder he can't read Sith artifacts. That, hey, that's Papa exactly didn't right. Want that. Like. That's one of the parts in this movie, like little things like that, where the writing is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like that explains that pretty well, and it's a mm-hmm. good callback to even the, the prequels, I am the yeah. Senate line. It's like, like it's, it's great. Callback, the prequels, oh. which is like okay, you know, hey, that's good. You know, I saw this. Uh, I saw this meme where it's just technically because now Ray's a Skywalker and all. Her and C three PO, they're related. C-3PO was Anakin's firstborn. <laughs> oh, I guess, okay. Yeah. Well, technically, no. Yes. <laughs> no. Uh, hey, as we right. saw in Solo, droids have sentient. Yeah, droid... We'll talk about that in a couple weeks. <laughs> um, anyways. <laughs> uh, anything else in this movie that you would, like, call good? I'm trying to think, um, I'm trying to think back through if the, what I what I liked from this movie, which wasn't a ton um rose think, is in it for like less than a minute so that's pretty good i actually don't like that boom hey you're on my side i wish i wish they could they could have redeemed rose in this movie i think agreed um i i feel I like shoving her to the side like you're that's re- just like, a, that's just lazy that's just a jar jar binks move yeah like they literally did the it rose was exactly what they, what did, they did to jar jar binks exactly 
And yes, was it? Necessary? I, I was happy with that they did that to Jar Jar Binks too, so it doesn't really bother hey, me. Hey, but we could have gotten. I'm Darth... saying if they, I don't Darth think. Jar Jar. <laughs> yeah, Darth Jar Jar. You know, if you're around long enough, you see so, the same. I, okay, so we'll we'll talk about this when I talk about ways they could have fixed the movie. But I think there was a way that they would have had to cut stuff out of the movie to make time for it. But I think there's a way they could have made the movie better, and it was a way that they include Rose, and I think it would have been really good. Uh, we'll talk about that. See, I like... Yeah, so the he idea knows that, the idea and he I likes I know it. your idea, and I like that idea. But if they decided to include Rose in this movie more, they 100% wouldn't have done that because they weren't wouldn't be smart enough to think of it. And if they included her in this movie more, they would have just Should I just her. mention it now? Since, yeah, go ahead. Because I have no idea what you're okay, talking yeah, about. So, because now you're really talking about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my idea was like... So at the end of the movie you have the portals moment where all the ships from across the galaxy show up. Yes. And it makes no sense why they're all there because no one showed up to crate. It's like, you're telling me Lando went everywhere in just like an hour and got all these people? No. There's no way. So, because also this whole movie takes place in 16 hours, which it's is a whole other thing stupid ever. time Wait, what? Yeah, they, they say it at the beginning. They're just like, we have 16, it's hours. 16 hours until the final order is deployed. It's, it's literally like, less than a day. It's <laughs> so bad. Anyways, I, that was one yeah. of the things I noticed the first time. They said 16 hours. I was like, that's going to annoy me because yeah. I was like, there's no way. Yeah, I was man. like, they do so much in this movie. I was like, just be like, just make it urgent without saying a number. But, okay, just so, don't say a number. Yeah. You just say, we got to do it as fast as possible. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so what happens is, so what I think would be really good is if Rose, she is the one that's, she's traveling to all the systems throughout the movie. And she's recruiting people to show up at the final battle. Okay. And this, I think that would be a really smart way to include her in a small B plot that also gives us fan service. Like if Rose went to Kashyyyk and talks to like Tarful or whoever the, the people are at Kashyyyk and is like recruiting Wookiees for help. And then she goes over to these other, other places we've seen, like goes to Coruscant, whatever. Like she goes to all these places that we've seen in movies before. And even places we haven't seen. And it's just like small scenes where she's recruiting people for this final battle. It includes Rose in a small enough way that people aren't going to get mad. But in a big enough way that she's included and you aren't just throwing Kelly Marie Tran like out of this movie completely. And then it's also, it makes sense why they all show up at the end. Because she's been recruiting them the whole movie. And you get good fan service. I really like that idea. I think it would have worked really well. I like that idea a lot. It could have been Back to so what good. I was saying. Great idea. Would they have done that? No. no. Absolutely not. Because it's too good of an idea for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> we should just write Star Wars movies. Ugh. We really should. No, but I, I don't <laughs> want the responsibility of writing a Star Wars movie. There's no way, bro. Yeah. I, if, I don't If no. she was in this movie more, she would have just been tagged along to yeah, she would have just that been mission. With the and people. she would have just been there and been annoying. Yeah, probably. So they Sidelander, which is whatever. So I guess now we're talking about things we don't like, which yeah. I think we can kind of get into for a minute. So yeah, I I agree with him about they very much underutilized Rose. Like as somebody that they made sure in episode eight that, that was, this was a big part, they just kind of sidelined her, and I don't I don't enjoy that. Like they sidelined her even more than they sidelined Jar Jar. Oh yeah, like she, Jar Jar was still like. I'm pretty sure she has like, she like, has like he was... 76 seconds in this movie or something. Yeah, I'm saying it was like, it's about yeah, a minute. It's, it's bad. It's very little. She They only show her because if they didn't show her at all, 
people would be like, what? You know? Yeah. And so. I remember the first time I watched it, she was just like, oh, the general wants me to stay back and do whatever she's doing. Yeah, she's and I researching just, I just, the I just started the, the laughing because I just knew I was just like, they're just going to not put her in this movie oh, at yeah. all. I just immediately <laughs> knew it. And I just thought it was funny because I was just like, they're just going to cater to whatever criticism was, they got from the other It was at that movie. moment. Or, or was it at that moment? There was, what did I tell you last night? There was a specific moment that like when I was watching the movie, I was like, Oh, I don't think I'm gonna like this very much. They're gonna retcon everything from the Last Jedi. I think it might have been at that moment when I knew she wasn't gonna be in it. I was like, "Oh, this movie's gonna retcon it all. Like nothing's gonna be in this movie." Um, oh yeah, and they they just they even retcon the whole, the whole thing, the Holdor maneuver, the hold it. Yeah, they're just like, "Oh, that's yeah, one in a million. They, yeah, they have one to mention million, like things that every little thing that people complained about the Last Jedi in this movie they address. Oh yeah, and they waste so much time on it." And then they, they bring back the Knights of Ren. So if we're talking about things we don't like, I don't like that the Knights of Ren are in this. Uh, I do like the Knights of Ren are in it. I don't like how they use them. I don't I, like how I, they use them through the entire trilogy. That's just a... At this point, tell me the Knights of Ren died forever ago and that's why they're not in the trilogy. Tell me that they all died on some mission with Kylo or something. Or if you just don't bring them up in this movie, it's fine because they weren't referenced in episode 8. At yeah, all. They, so, were episode, they were they were only mentioned in episode seven, and it was just in a vision they're shown. The flashback, they're, yeah, and, no, and it's like, they and then he says, "You and me. your knights," yeah, and that's it. So it's like if they don't include them in this movie, people are gonna be like, "We just forget them out of them," and we wouldn't even be talking about like, "Oh, one of my problems with the movie is that I wish they would have included the Knights of Ren." Like we wouldn't be having that conversation if they weren't in this movie. Yeah, okay. and it's just like I just think. Including in this movie, you're you're dedicating an awkward amount of time. Like they have to explain who they are for people who don't remember them. They With literally the have joke. the passing dialogue where it's like the Knights of Rin, ghouls, like the the two um, stormtroopers <laughs> Storm that this have movie to just really tries it. to be funny, like a lot, and it's not. Only C three PO is. Really there, there's there's some jokes that hit, but most of them don't. Um, I don't like the end where she first off buries the lightsabers. Oh, we're jumping all the way to the end now. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, hey, Stay hey, right we there. were going for stuff we don't like. I right, really don't like this. And then and then they hit him with the Rey Skywalker. I, that is... I hate that because earlier in the movie, she has that whole, I don't have a name, and she's sad about it. I wish that at the end, instead of saying Rey Skywalker, she would just be like, Rey. Or, or, or she goes, Rey who? And she goes, just Rey. And she like confidently says it. That would have been so good. I agree with that. <laughs> And now I'm about to get a little, like, weird on this side. Oh. So, here we go. I don't know what that means. Yeah, no. It, it, <laughs> he's it, getting it, weird on this it, side, it, boys. It, it, he's it, gotten, like, nerdy before, but he's never gotten weird. So yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm so, scared. just stay on that side of the room. <laughs> don't worry, I will. So, Anakin was birthed from the Force. Okay. And Shmi. So, Anakin returned to the Force. Luke returned to the Force. Uh-huh. Leia returned to the Force. Uh-huh. And then Ben Solo returned to the Force. All of the Skywalkers and Han is a, Han is not a Skywalker. Han is blown up. <laughs> Han, Han is not a Skywalker. That doesn't matter. Han is not a Skywalker. <laughs> he was also not. Huh? You're right. He was blown up. <laughs> Han got exploded. Yes, he did <laughs> at the end. Um, but all of them came from the Force, and all of them returned to the Force. So it was a nice little. There you go. You know, but nah. Now there's another Skywalker out there who's not gonna return to the Force. Mm-hmm. Is all I'm saying. I. 
I think if you're going to call this movie Rise of Skywalker, Kylo Ren has to be alive at the end. Whether Rey is alive or dead, you can have Kylo bring her back from the dead if you really want to, but have them both live. And, yeah. you know, if, if you're going to call it Rise of Skywalker, Kylo's got to be at the end. If you're not going to call it Rise of Skywalker, call it Duel of the Fates, like Colin Trevorrow wanted to. That's such a cool... Oh, dude, that would be such, such a, cool a great name. way to end it. That's like the perfect name to end this saga on. It would be so good. It would, it would be really good. That would also be like the biggest kudos ever to John Williams, who has been such an integral part of this entire thing that mm-hmm. one of the pieces of music he's made oh, has and literally inspired the name of a movie. Like that would be so And awesome. just hey, the themes of the yeah. movies in general. Hey, and the, that like score would definitely have to be in it. Mm-hmm. Like that score would one hundred percent have to be, and it'd be so much better than the. And it would it'd well, be, it would be, be like a modified version mixed in at some point, mixed oh, yeah. it at so some point but it'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Well, whenever at the very end of this, we'll talk a little bit about Colin Trevorrow's script and how how I wish that's the movie we'd have got. Um, but I want to kind of save that till the very end, so we don't get too sidetracked from the movie we have right here. That's true. That's true. Um, Another thing I don't like: um, Sith wayfinders are stupid. Really, the Sith Wayfinders and Dagger are the two things I hate the most about this yeah, movie. Yeah, I don't like just random Sith artifacts being a giant plot point in this movie. They kind of annoy me. Well, the the logic behind them doesn't make any sense, especially the Dagger. The, the Dagger is so stupid. The Wayfinders are kind of... The, the, the Wayfinders are somewhat believable. Yeah. How the they work and everything is isn't explained, stupid. but it's fine. But yeah, the Dagger's dumb. The Dagger is dumb. Uh, especially, like, okay, yeah, I... There's no other way to explain why it's dumb other than the fact that it makes no sense. So so you're telling me someone knew where the Wayfinder was and they thought that's a that's a good enough spot to hide it. That's fine. We'll just leave it out there in that wreckage in the middle of the ocean, sure. But in case someone wants to find it, I'm going to make this dagger that tells you where it is and if you stand at just the right spot and line it up, it'll point exactly to the throne room so you can find it. And then we're going to go hide this dagger for a few years and then someone's gonna go like it doesn't make any sense why the dagger exists the dagger like i just i don't understand. like it was probably made right after the death star exploded and wrecked on that planet Mm -hmm. on that moon Mm -hmm. at that point why don't you just take the holocron and hide it somewhere else or it's a wayfinder it's a holocron yeah but originally it was a holocron this dagger has been around so like, what's the timeline here? Well, this Holocron dagger is, was made what? It was a Sith holocron, but okay. it was like shaped like the Wayfinder we got. Uh, that's beside the point. Yeah. <laughs> so this dagger was made like what, 20, 30 years from when it was made until Something when like it's found that. in this yeah. movie, like somewhere yeah. around there. You're telling me this wreckage hasn't changed? Moved that's and, changed and that's at what all? I'm thinking. With with the waves on this moon, there's like there's no way like I. I would have like if the I Death was Star's in, made out of like metal, right? And this mm-hmm, is yeah. like a water wave planet and is, massive waves. Like so we're telling me this isn't waves. gonna like erode at all and change. And that's where I'm thinking like, like Death Star should be like mad rusty. If I'm the person, if I'm the person that's making the dagger, first of all, who's making the dagger? Palpatine's dead, quote unquote, or whatever. A Sith loyalist. Darth Vader's gone, so whatever. So you got some random Sith person. They're make they're going out and they're gonna make this dagger. I would think, okay, it's there, out in the middle of the water. That's probably not a really safe place. Like, any scavenger could find it. Hey, wait. And and it's like, like move it somewhere safe. Move it to Exegol or something. Palpatine wasn't, like, know. dead because... What? 
Move it to Exegol? Sure. <laughs> and then you take... You have two. You have one that's off Exegol, one that's on Exegol. One is... You take it off whenever it you need to go back. So the map to Exegol is going to be on Exegol? Oh, Exegol? Sure. You have two of them. Why not? If you ever need to get it to someone, there's all those... Birthday. There's all those... Birthday. I'm a birthday party. There's all those... <laughs> there's all those people chanting on Exegol. Like, all the all the people in there, like... Can we talk about those people? Who are they? <laughs> like Who are these one people? Of, one of them can have the have the Wayfinder on Exegol. Hey, and if someone needs to get hey. to Exegol, he takes it to him. Who are these people in, like, this, like, football stadium that Palpatine's Bro, built around his no throne? Hey, yo, it's all just Palpatine like, clones. And then who are all the people that are just chilling on Exegol, manning all these Star Destroyers? That's the... That, Where'd they that get bothers these people? Me, is that there's so many people clones. in all these Star Destroyers. No, but you see them. They're not clones. Eh, you see all their faces. It's so know. stupid. It I have no sense. idea. I just really... It's literally like the throne, and then it's got like this arena built around it for some reason. Like, I don't get it. it I just don't get it. It doesn't make sense. They just made stuff that looks cool. Like, literally, I think J.J. Abrams sat down with the concept artist, and he was just sitting here talking about it. He's like, all right, I think it'd be really cool if there's a stormy lightning planet and hundreds of star destroyers. Wait, wait, wait. And they drew it up, and then they made a story around it. <laughs> He's like, one set piece, a coliseum full of ghosts, and there's a throne in the middle. And they're all just, like, <laughs> bouncing around. And, like, then, and then there's a little, like... Whoa. They're vibing. <laughs> and then there's, like, a little contraption that somebody could be hanging on, cleaned for life, and just there. Yep. Oh, wait. Okay, if we're going to talk about vibing, we got to talk about the people in the... um. The, the sand planet at the festival? Yo, they were going hard. They really were, dude. <laughs> Bro, like, that music is like, doom, 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 doom. Ah! Yeah, like, they were. <laughs> like, they, like, they were going off. It was so funny. Uh, and then, like, right at the beginning of the movie, she's, like, levitating with all the rocks around her. I was sitting there next to my dad watching the first time, and I was like, she do be vibing, though. And my dad goes, she's doing what? And, the, and then the, and he was on my left. The person on the right of me is some random person. They just start dying laughing. Uh, I was just like, yeah, thank you. I'm funny. Yes, <laughs> they yes were just you are. Like, um, how? Okay, so I'm trying to think. <laughs> bro, now I got that music yes. stuck in my head. Bro, bro they, were go- that's, they were going hard. I like that planet. <laughs> Can we get more of that planet? Uh, I want to spin off. Man, we were talking about we were talking about the later. little kids too. You're just like they're like the kids, cute, but they're, they're cute also but ugly. ugly at the exact same time, and it's like uncanny. <laughs> and then Lando's just there. Lando's not there. Lando went there. Yeah, but he's just yeah, still like, there the whole time. I, that's what no, I'm saying. He, like, it, or no, he was told he was he was told to, to go there. Yeah, that's right. Don't. That's right. I. I also think Lando could have been incorporated on that little side quest with Rose. Yeah. That might have been cool. Because she's got, like, family issues. And, like, Lando could have been the daddy she never had. Exactly. You know? like Think about a boom. It would have been. It yeah, could have yeah. been a cool little story. And then, you know, she's got a relationship there. That, that might have been all right. Yeah. It would have been fine. But no. But no. We didn't is, get is there any other big bad... Okay. I want to talk about the fan service for a minute. Um, there's a lot of it. If you don't know what fan service is, it's just, like... Including stuff that is not really relevant to the plot or the movie at all. And it's only there to make fans be like, I understand that reference. Or like, be like, oh cool, there's that thing from that movie. Like, throwing the Ewoks in this movie for like literally four seconds. It's so stupid. There's no point to include the Ewoks. It's literally, they're just there. Like, it's dumb. It's silly fan service for no reason. The The metal scene. Chewie getting his medal finally. Yep. Chewie is, getting his medal from Maz. Fan, fan that's, service. That's a big old everyone fan talk service. about. Everyone talks about Chewie getting his medal, but like, I don't know if I 
said this in episode four. Not like he doesn't really need to get a medal. Like, it's fine. I think he should have got a medal. He should have got a medal. But him but getting a medal, it, him getting a medal from Maz that she ripped out of Leia's cold dead hands like that doesn't make sense. How Tia, Tia. like I just that doesn't make sense. She didn't rip it out of her hands. <laughs> Leia literally disappeared. She gave herself up to the force. Metal was well, just there. Can we talk about when Leia disappears, the sheet goes flat. <laughs> Joe so pointed that out yesterday. Like, she didn't just have clothes, no clothes on. Because, <laughs> like, was... every other time somebody, like, gives himself to the Force, like... The clothes are left. <laughs> Obi-Wan's robe in um, A New Hope. The robe's still there. Kylo's clothes are still there. Luke's robe is still there when he goes at the end of Last Jedi. Like, Leia had no clothes on. <laughs> Under the sheet. That's it's got to be confirmed. It just goes straight hey, flat. It's canon. But and is the metal like even there when it no goes idea. flat? No, I don't it think doesn't. it is. I, so I think, think it's Ma's already been already taken out of her hands. I think Maz literally took it from her from her dead body and was like, "I'm going to give this to Chewie." Why would Maz give it to Chewie? It doesn't like if she Leia gave it she to Chewie. Leia giving it to Chewie makes sense. Or if mm-hmm. Leia maybe told Maz like, "Give this to Chewie when he gets back." Even that would make more sense. That would be really stupid. Chewie shouldn't get a medal at the end of this movie because she. Because he should be dead. That's Chewie true. should have died. But <laughs> so, I do yeah. want to say that's, that's a little that's a little I, morbid, but it's just facts. I really enjoy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really enjoy when Chewie gets upset, like when he hears that Leia Leia died. Mm-hmm. Okay, that goes back to another point he, that he gets really really upset that Leia's dead. That goes back to the point that when Han died, that should have been the first person that Leia hugged, which should have been not Rey. Bing bada boom. Chewie. No, not okay. Rey. So the Wookie. Did we talk about this? I don't know. Okay. So the, <laughs> well, you, you haven't so told the, me what we're talking about. <laughs> so the Wookiee the Wookie morning ritual is uh, for like when Wookiees lose somebody of their tribe. Yeah, I'm going here. <laughs> You're getting so nerdy, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm going here. You said the Wookiee morning ritual and I was like, I was like, they like end up and like brushing their teeth. Like what are they doing? And then like, and then I was like, and then you were like, when someone dies and I was like, okay. No, Morning isn't sad. Not morning isn't good morning. No, no, no. I, I got it now. I got it now. No, I, neither of now. us were thinking about that kind of morning. I was for like half a second, and I was like, I was like, I was like, how is this relevant right now? And then I was like, oh, okay. Someone when someone of their tribe dies, they like go into like this. This like solitude of silence and isolation, mm-hmm. and and Leia knows that because she's friends with with Chewbacca, so like it makes sense. I think someone just made that up to to <laughs> ret- I think they just retconned that moment. Yeah, probably. All right. Um. Yeah. I'm, so. I'm telling you, the more I think about it, I think when JJ and like the screenwriters like sat down to write this movie, they just like had a tab open of like Twitter. <laughs> And just like hashtag Star Wars, it was just like reading through at people's complaints, and mm-hmm. it was just like, oh, we need to do something about that. And then they included it. Yeah. Um, other fan service, you've got one that I don't mind as much is them playing the uh, holographic chess thing at the very beginning of the movie. You got Chewie well, versus I mean, Poe and Finn. We see that, and and I know every single. Yeah. I know, which is where that's like kind of fan servicey but we see it more and they're like he's definitely got to be cheating and that is almost we'll talk about it in a couple weeks i feel like that's almost more of a callback to solo than anything because in solo 
Chewie is learning how to play it, and he's really bad, and he gets mad at um, Woody Harrelson's character. Yeah. And so it's like, I think it's kind of the same. Like it's showing. You really don't know the names of people in the anthology. In the anthologies, I don't know their names. I I really don't. Just search his name and actors. Yeah, I really don't (laughs) know their names. All the time. Um, Those are going to be some interesting episodes. Yes, they will be. So. Oh yeah. Because I don't care about the actors. They all die. Like, or I don't care about the character names. They all die. It's not important. Han Solo didn't die. I know. That's He's one of the ones I know. Boom. Got him. <laughs> but um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So it's like it shows over how much time, like how good Chewie's gotten at this. Like when he first started playing, he didn't know what was happening. He got really mad and was going to kill Woody Harrelson. And then now he's really years. good. I know. It's, it's a lot of time. In the, in the future. I know. So he's like he's played a lot. I don't know. That felt like more of a reference to like kind of almost solo a little bit. Um, what was the other? There was another really big. There was one other thing that was like really fan servicey. I don't remember what it was now. But last night I was like, that's stupid. I don't I have know. no idea. I don't remember. Dude. I might find. I don't know. Let Is me it, see. I am all the Jedi, or I am all the. Sith? Well, the the that that whole and I am all the Jedi is just like Tony being like, and I am Iron Man snapping. The fact that this movie tries so hard to kind of be in game is really dumb. It's, it's it's just bad in game. He shouldn't have said I am all the Sith. He should have just said I am the Sith. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That would have been good. It would have that would have been better. I would have enjoyed that. Connor, and she I, goes, and I am a Jedi. Even though I'm pretty sure I can guess what your opinion would be, um, when all the Jedi are like the voices in like her head type of thing. Like, telling her, like, the Force is going to be with her. You like that or not? Yes, but it could have been better. I think the Force ghost should have been there. Like, I saw, like, this one, um, like, this fan art. And mm-hmm. it's, like, her, like, laying on the ground. And then it's, like, as her, she's getting up. And then it's, like, all, like, the Force goes behind her, like, holding their lightsaber and stuff like that. So you have, like, the different colored lightsaber and stuff like that. And you got, like, Mace Windu with, like, his purple one and everything like that. Like, that would have been sick. See, I would have rather had them just, like, be there. Like support her something yeah. like that i don't know not with the lightsabers because that just doesn't really make sense because you don't take your but if they with you if they did though if they did have all the force goes there they definitely would have had the lightsabers oh, because sure. that's the direction that this movie went with everything that's true um but i don't think then with all the lightsabers we got a lot of we like we got a lot of people in yeah as force ghosts talking and it mm-hmm. makes sense, like, how she got her power boost, because we see, once they come with her, uh, as a Force ghost, you can still use the Force. And so, like, when you go with her, they also, the power comes with it. You know, we see Luke lift up the X-Wing in The Last Jedi, which we never I never talked about. I'm sorry about this. In The Last Jedi, we see Yoda use Force lightning, or lightning, but it's Force lightning, because he's, I don't know. But that's the first time we've seen a Jedi in a movie use Force lightning, which is different mm-hmm. um we see in one of them he can hold like the lightning yeah yeah he can hold the lightning but like we never see never him, see him just we never see them actually but like yeah, he doesn't fingertip he, he like yeah he takes it from the sky and puts it on the ground which is Thor type beat yeah yeah um, um did you find what you were looking for Peyton? no i didn't find it but i did think of one more thing that i want to talk about before we get to wrapping it up and talk about what we want to fix i was gonna um, say but that'll be after y'all finish your thing y'all talking about Y'all hating on my movies, like the movies versus the like the TVs. My my girl Ahsoka, she did have a little. She cameo. had it. We good. That's all that matters. Yes, she did have the uh, the cameo there. The cameo, um, the voice cameo, and my man Hayden Christensen. 
he did doesn't make a lot of sense why his is the voice there other really than the fact don't. that it's just it's it's the same thing it's just a thing so people are like oh, thrown in at the end of voice. episode six and like yeah. the remake too like it'll make no sense what's his voice like yeah why would it not be it the voice of the him voice when he was of... redeemed because because hayden christensen's the one that we that he, he's the one that killed kids like i yeah. don't think that's the voice that's talking to her I think it's the one that redeemed himself later, so it should be which, the old, which, old voice. Yeah, it should be the old voice. But it's it's not that. because it's like just for well, the movie we have perspective. Both, we have both Obi Wan's as well, which is also silly. It's yeah. just so people recognize. Yeah. Anyways, um, so I want to yeah. talk about one more thing. I want to talk about uh, the the Baby Yoda style healing, because that plays a really big role in this movie. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we haven't really addressed it much, but the Force healing bothers me in this movie. Once again, Qui Gon just sitting there looking at Obi Wan, just like, dude. So come on. So the Force healing would bother me less if Kylo can't do it, because if it's something that's just unique to Rey, because she's super powerful, I can maybe get behind that. Because the only one we've ever seen do it is the child in Mandalorian, which literally yeah. the episode where he healed was the day before. It was supposed to be released on Friday, and they moved it up to be released on Thursday, so that so way it people could sense. watch it before they went and mm-hmm. saw the movie that night. Yeah, and so the fact that that healing is just being introduced out of nowhere. First of all, I don't love that being an ability that they can just do. But okay, if you're gonna do it, if only Ray can do it, fine, I can accept that. Kylo just being able to do it means that anyone can do it. No. I think. I think that's what it would no, mean, is that anyone can do it, which not. then makes the rest of the movie really absolutely silly. Absolutely not. The only justification I could see for the that... The dyad. They are a dyad in the say, Force. Is that they both have the same level of power. They are a dyad in the Force. I still... I, it, But that doesn't mean they both have the same abilities. Like, Kylo can't do the lightning, but Rey can. We don't know that. I, if he could do the lightning, he would have already done the lightning. For sure. He's bad. He would have used Force Lightning if he could have. Like, there's so many times that that would have come in handy. They should have done that. They should have had Rey and Kylo both shoot lightning at the thing. And then Rey kills Chewie and Kylo kills Chewie. Because then that way it's like Kylo killed his dad and his best friend. <laughs> but Chewie didn't even die, so... Yeah, it doesn't I'm, even matter. They still should Doesn't even matter. But, I, so I don't love the Force healing. I think it's like... It's like... It's weird. It's like I, I just, gimmicky almost. Yeah. I, I just don't think that, like... Them, and it's used three times in this movie. Four it's, times. It's taking the fake out death to like an extreme level mm-hmm. of like we're going to do it like right in front of your face. Times? The three. snake, Kylo Ray. Yeah, but then there's more fake out death. I was thinking of Kylo coming back, but he didn't okay, like die. But, but like he just, he falling, just crawled out of the void. Falling, yeah. from yeah. a, falling from a far place. Unless you see them die, like you got to Yeah, I know. I didn't, I didn't think Kylo died. A lot of people consider that a fake out death. No, that's not. Um, but I don't consider that one a fake out death because, like, I didn't think he died. He was coming back. Um, I would have just, I would have preferred. If they had killed him that way, that would have been lame. Yeah, I would have been a lot more upset if they had killed him that way. Yeah, like than I, it being a fake, an actual fake out death. Yeah, I, I wish the movie ended. If this is the movie we get, I would have liked Kylo crawling out and being there as Ray dies and disappears, and just let Adam Driver do his thing, and let him just because he's just such be a good actor because he would have absolutely him, destroyed that scene, and let him just be upset and then he's the rise of skywalker and now he is like like maybe he if you're gonna go to tatooine and do that whole thing in honor of whatever sure he can go do it and then you've got luke and leia and han 
or Han wouldn't appear as the no. Force ghost, but you got Luke and Leia and Rey appear. Yeah. Like, that would have been a much better ending. I personally think... In my opinion. I in, personally that same, think, in that same energy, I still think if you're going to have Rey go there at the end, it should have been Luke, Leia, and Ben. Yeah. And I think, we been there. Gone, I think we should have gotten old, old Anakin. Like, she doesn't know it, but still, it's still, she is, he is still a Skywalker. And more importantly, he is, like, the Skywalker. I don't know. I mean, uh-huh. I could, if they added it, I probably wouldn't be upset. But, but old I don't, Anakin, I don't want to eat it. Honestly, well, but if they do right. old Anakin, people are going to be like, who's that? No one's going to No know. one's, no, people aren't. People, people The casual smart. fan that goes to this is going to have no clue who some yeah. random dude is. They're only going to, that's, 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 it's the, that's the reason that they that put they Hayden, put Hayden Christensen's voice. And it's because people are going to recognize, if they were going to do it, they were going to put in Hayden Christensen. 100%. Yeah. And then that's, and that's the reason, I'd rather they, that's the reason that. they put in the voice of both Obi-Wans is so that way you have people that are like younger Star Wars fans that are recognize prequel Ewan people first. and know Ewan McGregor first. And then you have the older Star Wars fans that like grew up with the original trilogy and that would recognize... Um, Alec Guinness, right? Yeah. 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 Boom. Hey. Boom. <laughs> I was sitting there waiting hey, to see if you were going to get it. Steel <laughs> trap up it's here. Sir Alec Guinness. <laughs> um, um, so I think... And then you have people yeah. who just got both because... Yeah. Because yeah. they're Star Wars fans. Yeah. Because um, this movie has to cater to both hardcore Star Wars fans and casual Star Wars fans, which is a fine... I guess that's, you know, a line that they have to walk. Marvel doesn't care, though. They, they're they catering to no. Marvel fans, which I prefer. Like, I wish yeah. Star Wars was just like, we're just going to do Star Wars stuff. If you haven't seen the other ones, I don't care. Like, you that should know like that the there's a bunch of other movies like, to watch. Hey, that's why, and that's why they should have done Old Anakin. Yeah. Maybe. That would have been fine. Like you, you, but that you actor just, is not alive anymore. I don't just, think. Just so, get a, hey, I guarantee you. If you I got someone that's all, like, deformed and everything, like, you could maybe. It's yeah. just enough to where you just get an old guy. Like, that's all yeah. you really need. Maybe. But so, um, or like, have Hayden Christensen get put on prosthetics and stuff yeah, where he's, like, kind like of recognizable. That might be all right. But, like, you were saying with, like, Marvel and stuff like that, like, not caring about, like, catering to, like, a certain area of their fan base mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, before, like, Infinity War and Endgame, they were just like, you want me to watch this many movies so I can understand what's going on? And Kevin Feige was like, that sounds like a you problem. Like, yeah, go watch the it's movies. A yes. Yeah, you gotta yes. watch them all. And, like, with Star Wars, it's not even that many. Like, you don't yeah. have to watch that much. <laughs> and the majority of them are in one place. Yeah. yeah. Like, you could watch them all on a free trial in a week if you wanted. But And, yeah. like, all of them, except for one, I would watch on a normal basis. Mm-hmm. So, to, to end this episode, I think we should talk about, uh, we've already kind of talked about a lot, things we would do to fix it. I think ending this episode talking about the Colin Trevorrow version, just um, very quickly, because yeah, we're pushing the end, I think is an interesting way to talk about it. I was about to say, um, I was like, this is kind of your deal. Like, yeah. We'll make comments, but well, yeah, we can just gotta go we can kind of talk about say, it. I say, I like that, or I don't like that. Yeah. But other well, than that, I think just... I'll lead the discussion, and we can just kind of talk about as it for just a minute. As more of a casual Star Wars fan, yeah. this was introduced to me last night by yeah. you. Yeah, so. and it's and as you hadn't heard a, about it as more of a, I would say in depth. You're Star a hardcore Wars Star Wars fan. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've never heard of this. Yeah, so, so, talking about the, so the script was leaked. The um, Wookiee morning ritual. Yeah, <laughs> so, I'm not that big of a Star Wars fan. So for, like, I, yes, said it, I said in depth. <laughs> I said in depth. <laughs> um, I do my homework. <laughs> for for those of you that aren't aware originally this trilogy was going to be by three different directors much like the original trilogy was three different directors 
So so it was going to be J.J. Abrams, Ryan Johnson, and then Colin Trevorrow. Those were going to be the three directors. They didn't really have a scripted out plan for the guys, so each of them were going to kind of be able to do their own movie, and they just have to build off the other one, which isn't the best way of doing a trilogy, in my opinion. Yes. But then again, I'm not Disney, so, you know, whatever. Um, you should be. <laughs> I should be Disney. Um, but in Colin Trevorrow's version, there was just, like, a few things, like, if you want to know all the stuff in it, you can look it up and see, like, all the stuff that was leaked about it. Um, but originally it was going to be called Episode Nine: Duel of the Fates. <sighs> Which is a great title, because um, like it really comes down to like you've got like the two like you've got Ray and Kylo and like you know both of them kind of fighting with the light and the dark and whatever. Um, some key differences between the two movies in this one, Ray is not a Palpatine, which we didn't even really talk about that at all. Um, hey, Ray's a Palpatine. I don't love that. I don't like that Ray's a Palpatine in Rise of Skywalker. Personally, I just I liked it better when she was a nobody. Um, her last name is Solano in um Contravaro's version. Sounds good. So Sounds her name is Ray Solano. Ray Cilantro. Yep. <laughs> Ray Cilantro. Uh Ray the movie R- Ray Romano. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody loves Ray. Um uh, so <laughs> that, that was a good one. That was a good so one. So <laughs> the movie starts out with Ray, Finn, Poe, and Rose stealing a Star Destroyer. That's already epic. That's so freaking cool. And what they do is they take the Star Destroyer, they get it back to a, a resistance base, and they take everything that's inside it. They got TIE fighters and um, walkers and all that stuff, and they just start painting the crap to make it resistance. And they have it, and they're like, okay, we have technology to fight a battle. We just don't have the manpower for it. So you have people, they, they're calling in like people to come in and help them. And I don't think I would a want a battle. painting scene in like it's not like a scene of painting. It's like later at the end, they're all revealed to be like painted like resistance colors, or like orange or something. Like they have like orange stripes or something. Okay, but like they get painted. So uh, the biggest set piece of this movie is on Coruscant. Um, the ground, <laughs> the, the ground city of Coruscant <laughs> is like abandoned and old, and that's where the final battle takes place between resistance. And First Order. And they all have the same, like, technology, like walkers and, like, all of that. But some of them have orange stripes. They're the Resistance. And then the other ones don't. They're the First Order. Hey, I'm already about this. I know. It's like, that just sounds so epic. Hey, um, and, and you know, the war, uh, the war takes, the war ends where it began. Yep. Uh, small B-plot, Hux, is a very prominent character in this movie. He has his own B-plot. And the fact that he um, is wow. very upset that he doesn't have Force powers. And he wants to have access to the Force. So he's collecting Force and Jedi artifacts throughout the movie. And he ends up at the end, no matter how much stuff he's able to find, he can't have the Force. So he kills himself on a purple lightsaber. Which is a nod to Mace Windu. He found Mace Windu's lightsaber. And it's on Coruscant, which -hmm. which checks out. Which checks out. I know. Like... It would have been really good. Like if you, like we were talking about last night. I was like, if like you see that he has like a couple lightsabers like in his general grievous bag type of beat. Hey, like, that's like of, like that. Energy. You can make those like that's a that's another way to do fans. You can make those lightsabers. That's what I'm saying. You any can, ones you want. I'm saying mm-hmm. you can make them to where like you can recognize like the actual like hilt of it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then like 
So, like, if you're, like, a super fan, you know that that's Mace Windu's lightsaber, but then you don't see that it's, like, the purple blade until it ignites until it he as kills he himself. kills himself. That would be insane. That would be good. I know. That's, that's what I'm so, saying. Be, it would have been be so that. good. <laughs> and then, okay, so then another big part in this movie is Rey, she fashions her own lightsaber out of, because in The Last Jedi, Anakin's saber breaks. She takes her staff and Anakin's saber and makes a double-sided blue lightsaber, and that's the lightsaber she uses throughout the movie. Which is pretty cool. Oh, we didn't even talk about the um, yellow lightsaber. Yeah, the yellow lightsaber is cool. The yellow lightsaber is pretty cool. Um, and I like I the like switch. It. I like the switch. Yeah. It's a different switch, yeah, which it's I enjoy. Kind of cool. I saw something the other day that it says like in like the inner part of it, you can see that there's like blue and green also in it, so it might be able to do like multiple colors. I don't know. I saw it on. I mean, that's Insta- cool. I saw it on like an Instagram post to where like when like she like flips it and it, like it's like the little like circular part of it at the top. Hey, as much it, as like, I'm like, there's like a blue and a green flash, and then it goes yellow. As much as I'm like, yeah, but like, that doesn't really have a purpose. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just a th- aesthetics. Yeah, but um, and then like the big final battle in this movie is kind of between her and Kylo, and she gets slashed across the eyeballs and gets blinded. And so then he goes off and he's like trying to find something the whole time. I don't. There's some like the whole main plot. I don't really remember like the big part of it. But so she ends up fighting the final battle with a bandage around her eyes that like have like blood and stuff and she's blind. So she fights the final battle using like the force and uh, oh, one thing, an ability that happens is like sucking some, the life force out of people Toph type comes along. And yes, <laughs> a lot like Toph. Um, I mean, we, we saw that the sucking the life force. Yeah. Kylo learns how to suck the life force out of people from Emperor Palpatine's old teacher is like a whole other plot point. You get to see his old teacher, um, who Kylo learns from, and Kylo wait, wait, ends wait. up killing him by sucking his life force. We get Plagueis. No, it's some other teacher. It's, it's like not. It's he's got some name, um, but he's he's just a teacher. He's not like a Sith Lord. Okay. He's just a dark force teacher. Okay. But um, Kylo like he kills Rey at the end by like sucking her life force and killing her. And then he ends up becoming good and, like, restoring it or something at the end. And they end up both living. But, like, I don't know. The ending is kind of... It's not all there because, like, only parts were leaked. But, like, just the the set pieces in that one oh, sound so much it cooler. It sounds great. It's... Because it's, the one we have now, Rise of Skywalker, is like a video game. Like, it's just fetch quests and cutscenes. The whole thing. It's like, you gotta go get this thing to give you a clue to this place and then you go to that place and you get that thing and once you have that thing you can get there and when you get there you got to beat the final boss like <laughs> that's the whole that's the the whole movie it's it's literally like a video game mm-hmm. and that doesn't translate well in movies video games it works because you're the one doing it you know and you you're the one that has makes the decisions it doesn't translate as well into movies I'm just reading a thing, and it says that the last scene of the of that script would be Finn and Rose going and finding all the ro- um, force sensitive youth and taking them to a remote planet so Ray can train the next generation of Jedi. Mm-hmm. That's how it would end. And it that would have built that that script builds off of the Last Jedi in a really great way, I think, including the one, the only Broom Kid. Yep, Broom Kid's in it. I mean, so I just think like we okay. can't we can't judge the movie we have based on the movie we could have had, but it's nice to think about what we, what we could have had. I mean, and how if, cool if it we, would have been. If we really want to go into what we could have had, this is jumping real back. And in, in episode six, the original script was that Mark Hamill was going to take, Luke was going to take 
the helmet of Darth Vader and put it on, and he was going to become Darth Vader. Like what? Yeah, no, no, no. Even Mark Hamill thought that Luke was going to be was going to turn to the dark side, filming Return of the Jedi. I never knew that. Why didn't we talk about that in uh, our Return of the Jedi episode? Because I didn't know that then. <laughs> That's I didn't know crazy. that. Then. I've never heard about like, that. That's that's information that has gotten to me from that time. Also, huh. the I'm pretty sure the original title for Return of the Jedi was Revenge of the Jedi. Yes, it was. So, it was Revenge of the Jedi. You like can it, still find like promotional material and stuff. It, it like, checks out for that, that too. That. Yeah, it checks out for that too. But like yeah. Revenge, but then Revenge like, is not a yeah, and that's George Lucas last minute changed it to Return because he was like Revenge doesn't sound like a quality that a Jedi would exactly. use. But but. Yes. Yeah, could have been crazy. There's Mark Hamill thought he was Mark, Mark Hamill thought he was going to turn to the dark side. <laughs> There's been reports that he was supposed to turn to the dark side and uh, put on the helmet of Darth Vader. So that would have been interesting. It would have been interesting. Yeah, the whole sequel trilogy would have been very different. Oh yeah, the whole everything would have been different. Even the prequels probably would have been a little different. Yeah, because maybe we, they would have been good. Probably yeah, not probably from that not. one change, but. <laughs> Uh, so hey, yeah, that, episode three is still good. Uh, the very last thing that we'll do, because we're we're at the very end of our time, um, like we do every week, has this movie changed on its tier list for you guys? Do you, do you think it's moved around at all? Just like in general, do you think it's moved up, down, stayed the same? I'm pretty sure I had it at B, and like I said last week, I'm pretty sure I had it at I had B, B well. and then I had Last Jedi at C, and I said that I would flip those two, and I'd stick to that, yeah. I'm going to move this to the bottom of B tier. I'm pretty sure it was at the top of B tier, uh, but it goes down. When we when we finally evaluate it all, I'll know better where it is. But it definitely, I think, is moving down yeah. or staying the same. It's definitely not going up. I, I enjoyed it even less this time when I watched it. Um, I will say, it's, I, still I, I don't it love it. Because I like cool things. Yeah. Like, that's just me. But it didn't do, it didn't hit as, as well as it did uh, that first time I watched it in theaters. Yeah, for sure. You want to you want to you want to end it? You want to get us out of here? You want to do? You it? want me to end it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. you do it, bro. You get it. You get it, bro. I get it. <laughs> so that wraps up the Skywalker saga for this summer. Well, Why we, are looking? We, yeah, I mean, we still have two more, but not yeah. for the Skywalker saga. But, the, but that's the end of the Skywalker saga. Yeah. Then why'd you look at me so weird? I was just like. It sounded like you were closing out the season. Yeah. <laughs> I was I'm like, not. I was like, I mean, it's not done. We got two of the best movies left. I'll give you one of the best movies and a nice, a nice <laughs> middle of the road movie. Yeah, right, we'll get there. When we'll we get, get there. there when we get there. Um, so yeah, that's all we got for today. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, the usual, and that's a wrap.